Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Burna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it, until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one, get two, be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE that gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
There is one thing out there that brings men down all the time. We have to be aware of it. We have to make sure you and I, we don't do it. And we'll get to that in just a few. It is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I have a gigantic stack of Ask Dr. Jesse questions beside me. But you can still email during the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You can call 877-377-4373. We have somebody who wants Donald Trump to be king. Someone wants to know who's the most historically misunderstood person and pushing over one-year-olds. We have ninjas with marine weapons. The questions are all over the map, and they're awesome. It's going to be a blast, and it's freaking Friday. It should be a blast. But first, let us go to one of my favorite people in one of my favorite subjects. He is a mass murderer. His name is Albert Anastasia. Unless you're a mafia fan, fan is a strong way to put it, obviously, organized crime, not the best thing in the world. But I'm a dude. I don't deny being a dude. I like organized crime books, organized crime stories, organized crime movies. I like movies about bank robberies and the mafia. I can't help it. And you know what? I see the ratings. I see the movies that do well. You can't help it either. And the real life guys. It's important to remember this. Every movie you've seen about crime. These crime movies, if they're not about real-life guys, they're inspired by real-life guys. And Albert Anastasia's life is one long mafia movie cliche. It's like he wrote every Hollywood movie with his very violent existence. He is all the mafia stories wrapped up into one. From the rough beginning to the very violent middle, to the glorious end. He's all of them. But let us begin at the beginning. Albert Anastasia was born in Italy, and he was born with tons of siblings and not a lot of money. His father died when he was very, very young. Their family was barely getting by. They're barely able to eat. It's so bad that Albert Anastasia does what desperate men do, only he does it at the age of 15. He goes and becomes a deckhand on a ship. If you've never been on a working ship of any kind, you probably can't completely wrap your mind around what that means. Working on a ship is awful. It is backbreaking, miserable work. And remember, this is 1917 when he gets on this ship. We're not talking about air conditioning, cable TV, and free Wi-Fi after 9 p.m. at night. Brutal work for grown men. Grown men only took these jobs when they were 
A, running from something, or B, out of other options. You didn't have a laundry list of volunteers trying to be a deckhand on a boat. 15 years old, Albert Anastasia becomes a deckhand on a boat just to get out of Italy. The boat he's on takes off with his brother and heads to America. Albert Anastasia is not exactly the type to worry about rules. He gets to America, and this is a time when the Italian people are pouring into the United States of America. So he has a gigantic group of people who speak the language, who come from his culture, a place where he thinks he can fit in in America is then, as it is now, a land of opportunity, especially for poor nations. They look at America and think, man, if I only could one day. Let this be a lesson to you and me today. This hit me when I was reading this last night. Don't forget how blessed you are. You wake up today as a United States of America, uh, uh, an American citizen. Life ain't bad. Life ain't bad. Albert jumps ship and just doesn't return. So he's an illegal immigrant into the United States of America at a time where there was lots of that then as well. Back then, it was Irish. It was Italian. It was German. Today, obviously, it's more Mexico, Central America, South America. But back then, they had their own version of illegal immigrants, too. That created the same kind of anger then that illegal immigration creates today but I'm not going to get sidetracked. Albert gets off the boat, finds himself some work from one brutal job right into another brutal job. He begins working on the docks. The waterfront is a funny thing, not just in America, not in New York, not in Texas, not in California, not in Oregon, not in Canada. The waterfront is a funny thing all across the world. Water has always and will always create wealth because of trade, because of goods and services that move back and forth. It's going to create wealth, and it's going to create crime all the time. I have bad news for your sleepy little ocean town. If you have a significant port nearby, you have criminals around you, lots of them, and probably wealthy, powerful ones. I'm not exempting myself from this. I'm here in Houston, Galveston Bay's right there. We are the human smuggling capital of the United States of America, and that's just what we know about. That's what life is like at ports. That's what life is like on the docks. Albert gets a job on the docks where, well, it's worse than criminal control. They were already taking some of his wages as soon as he started to make them. Criminal controlled is bad enough, but it's not nearly as bad as when rival criminal factions are fighting with each other. The Italian gangs and the Irish gangs were murdering each other over control of the docks. In steps young Albert Anastasia, and while he may have been a teenager, the dude was apparently built like a brick house with gigantic hands in a violent, violent temper. You see, you or I, we step into a violent dock world where people are routinely fighting with bailing hooks, 
and you and I think, oh my goodness, I've, I've stepped into hell. This is what hell is like. Albert Anastasia stepped into that and thought, man, America rocks. This is great. In a very violent place surrounded by many older, violent men. Guess who started to stand out to everybody as, oh, man, you really, really don't want to tangle with that guy. How much of a force of personality, how much of a violent psychopath do you have to be? He's 17 by this point to, at the age of 17, have violent grown men around you give you a wide berth because they're scared of you. That's Albert Anastasia. It doesn't take long. Albert Anastasia is being challenged to a fight by a, a man named Joe Torino. Some, some accounts had him called George. I've seen George. I've seen Joe. His name doesn't matter. But they get in a fight. Fights are not unheard of. Murders are not unheard of. Murders like this are unheard of, though. You see, this was just supposed to be a fist fight. Albert took it to a different place. Do we want Trump to be king? And more Ask Dr. Jesse questions coming up. Hang on. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. Like a stain on your brain, you can't get out. Natural medicines, holistic healing approaches, these things are known to help alleviate Well, the things that plague us all, don't they? Joint pain, sleeplessness, anxiety. You had any of that lately? And that's why I've chosen CBD. I don't want more man-made chemicals in my body. I want as many natural things in there as humanly possible. But which CBD do you choose? How can you possibly choose a CBD company? Because there is CBD everywhere. I don't know which ones are the best. But I know who does. Doctors trusted CBD. They researched the whole industry. That's why they teamed up with people like Be Best Organics, made in the USA, and they test every batch. Go to DoctorsTrustedCBD.com. That's DoctorsTrustedCBD.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Free shipping and 10% off. Difficult Ask Dr. Jesse question today about pushing over one-year-olds. Let me tell you what, when I break down the question for you, you're going to be scratching your head too. (laughs) 877-377-4373 or jesse at jessekellyshow.com. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, but back to Albert Anastasia. You see, he gets in a fist fight on the docks. Albert Anastasia starts hitting him and starts winning because Albert Anastasia always won fist fights. Albert Anastasia didn't stop hitting him. And even when he was down and the face was bloody, Albert Anastasia kept hitting him. And while Anastasia was beating this man to death with his bare hands, the witnesses say he had a big smile on his face. This was not some hardship for Albert Anastasia. This was home for him. This is a violent 
violent human being. He's arrested, unsurprisingly. He doesn't have the mob connections yet. He'd been doing some low-level gang activity already. A stick up here, you know what I mean. Beating up somebody for the mob here, but wasn't, wasn't heavily connected. Goes, gets put on trial, sentenced to death for murder. Looks like this career is over really early. Albert Anastasia finds himself in Sing Sing prison still as a teenager. How would you conduct yourself in prison, especially if you were on death row? Probably be Mr. Apologetic, right? Would like some nice treatment for the guards, try to get along with everybody. I didn't do it, but I'm really sorry about whatever happened. If you guys could let me out, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, that's how you or I would do it. Albert Anastasia went to prison and promptly started beating up all the other prisoners. Albert Anastasia was a nightmare for the prison guards. And while you or I may look at that and think, that's not very nice, there happened to be a prison barber, I'm not making this up, don't worry about remembering his name, I just thought it was cool, named Jimmy the Shiv Stefano. Jimmy the Shiv, what he did was, well, yes, he served his time, and yes, he cut people's hair in prison, but he also considered himself to be a bit of a talent scout for the mafia. Organized crime is like any other business, your business, my business, big business, small business. It always needs talent. There's always somebody retiring or dying. You always are looking for talent. Remember, how many history lessons have we told? What it comes down to? Power. You can have this, you can have that, but if he's got 50 dudes who can handle a weapon and I've got 10, I'm in very, very, very serious trouble. They're looking for violent men. Jimmy the Shiv tells Lucky Luciano, who's not yet the most powerful mobster in America. He's an up-and-comer. But Jimmy the Shiv tells Lucky Luciano, you really need to take a look at this Albert Anastasia guy. Now, I know what you're thinking, but he was on death row. Well, law enforcement, the Justice Department, I know right now you're looking around at your own, especially when it comes to the Department of Justice, and you're looking at all the crappy things Obama did and all the crappy things James Comey did and Brennan, head of the CIA, and you're looking at them and you're saying to yourself, this is corrupt. This isn't right. These people can't do this. And you're right. It is corrupt. And it isn't right. And they shouldn't do this. But you also have to understand something. A corrupt criminal justice system, it's not the exception. It's the rule. It's what history tells us is the rule. That's not an indictment on America. That's everywhere. You have criminals involved. You have mass quantities of money involved. You're not going to have to look hard to find the right guy who will do you the right favor to make sure you don't get in trouble. Lucky Luciano pulls a few strings, 
Miraculously, the witness also disappears. And what do you know it? Albert Anastasia goes from being on death row to a completely free man. Free as a bird. Now, not only is he free as a bird, as you can imagine, he's feeling a bit loyal to Lucky Luciano. And if you're Lucky Luciano, you're an up-and-coming gangster, it certainly doesn't hurt to have the most violent man in America feeling like he owes you 10,000 favors. Now, here's the situation in New York at the time. It was run not by what you know the, the crime families to be, if you're a crime family geek like I am. It was not run by a commission. It was not run by the five families of New York. It was run by two guys, Joe Mazzaria and another guy named Maranzano, which we're not going to have enough time to get into either one of those guys today. I will at another time. But let's focus on Joe Mazzaria because Lucky Luciano was working for Joe Mazzaria and so was Albert Anastasia. Joe Mazzaria was a big-time boss. Like I said, he's one of two bosses who run the city. Lucky Luciano gets very, very close to him because Mazzaria realizes this lucky guy is talented, has an eye for business. But Lucky also thinks he should be in charge. So he invites Joe Mazzaria to lunch one day. They go out, sit down for a big plate of spaghetti. He was known as Big Joe Mazzaria. You're welcome to go ahead and do that image search I tell you to do all the time. You'll probably see the end of this story pretty quickly, though, because at one point, Lucky Luciano, again, straight out of the movies, where do you think they got this idea Gets up, excuses himself to go use the restroom, at which point four gunmen storm into the restaurant, one of them being Albert Anastasia, and put a whole bunch of little holes in Mr. Joe Mazzaria, who then died in his plate of food. You can see the image online right now. Careful with that, kids. It is a dead man. Eventually, they got... Joe Maranzano, too. And how did they get Joe Maranzano? Well, that's a whole nother story for another day. Just know that Maranzano was well-protected. Lucky Luciano, and this is going to matter for our story, loved to work with Jews. He loved to work with Jewish gangsters. It's a funny thing. They make 10,000 movies about Italian gangsters. There's like one about Jewish gangsters. And the Jewish gangs, the Jewish organized crime guys, were big time back in the day, big time. And Lucky Luciano gets to know Meyer Lansky really well, an up-and-coming Jewish gangster. And Lucky Luciano doesn't understand this mafia thing of we only want to work with Italians. And he says, why do we only want to work with Italians? These guys are great at making money. They're great at violence. They're, they're doing what we do. Why don't we join? So to get to Maranzano... He can't send Italians. He sends a bunch of Jewish hitmen in there posing as accountants into the guy's office. They shoot, stab, and strangle him to death. Don't shrug your shoulders at the accountants thing, Chris. <laughs> I'll tell you what. All right. Who is the most historically misunderstood person? Someone who did the most good that everybody looks down on. That was a great Ask Dr. Jesse question we'll get to today. I'm going to try 
to motor through Anastasia's life in the next segment, the chances of me succeeding in that are very, very small. I'm not a professional. Hang on. Never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Part-time job, full-time hustle, all-time Shiro to all of us. You nurture, we listen. You teach, we thrive. You lift our spirits, but we've got to lay down the truth. It's time for you, our Shiro, to stretch for the stars. Start saving more for retirement now so you can feel prepared and live your life to the fullest. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro. A message brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. As someone covering the White House for a long time now, I took a lot of comfort in something pretty small, like the size of a pinky toe bone. When Biden hurt his foot, I appreciated it. Why? Because I'm a sadist. No, because we just got the straight truth about it. No lie, no deny, just he was out playing with his dog. He sprained his foot or broke some bone in his foot. He'll probably have to wear a walking boot for weeks. So why is that a big deal for me? Because there was no BS. There was no blocking us from the reason that Trump was rushed to a hospital. No Fugazi doctors with these absurd lauding statements about Biden. Oh, yeah. going to be four years of that kind of hard-hitting news coverage. <laughs> you know what I love about Joe Biden? That he broke his foot and told me about it. <laughs> Gosh. All right. To ask Dr. Jesse Friday, we'll get to your questions Should Donald Trump be king? Should you want a king? Do I want a king? My answer might actually surprise you on this one. But first, back to Albert Anastasia. Lucky Luciano takes over. When I say takes over, though, I don't mean sets himself up as king of all the mafia guys. He sets up a business like committee, the National Crime Syndicate. We have divisions. We have this family. We have that family. We're going to work together instead of against each other. We're not going to go to war. It was absurdly successful, too. It was genius. But the thing about crime is this. You can have your fancy suits and your fancy commissions and you can run things like a business and we have accountants and we have this and they do and then all that, all that. He was doing all that. But on some level, you're still a criminal. On some level, you still deal in stolen goods, drugs, prostitution. 
On some level, you steal, you still deal with extortion, money laundering, gambling. And you have to have an enforcement arm if you want to deal in these things. Remember my favorite Pompey line I say all the time? Do not quote laws to men with swords. You can have all your fancy national crime syndicate stuff in the world if you don't have somebody who can go take care of problems. None of that's going to do you any good at all. It just so happens you're lucky Luciano. You have a man with a knack for violence, and his name's Albert Anastasia, and you decide as part of your national crime syndicate you really need a new division. A murder division. And I'm not making that part up. They began a murder division. The newspapers later on named it Murder Inc., Murder Incorporated. But Albert Anastasia, along with Louis Lepke and others, it was the Italian gangsters and Jewish gangsters, the ones who had a real knack for violence. Yes, they still kind of worked for specific families, but... They were really their own division. And they worked out of something called the Midnight Rose Candy Shop. It was a candy shop. By the way, Chris, not that I think you have any experience in this. Midnight Rose does not sound like a candy shop to me. Doesn't that sound like a place where they would sell weird scented candles and oils and things like that? That sounds like a, it sounds odd to It does kind of sound hookery. Chris, it's a family show. That's enough. All right. Either way, they worked out of the Midnight Rose Candy Shop, and it worked exactly like you think it worked. National Crime Syndicate sits down. This guy would be better dead than alive to us. I think this guy shouldn't breathe anymore. Pick up the phone. Ring, ring. Call Albert. Let him dispatch the killers or himself to go handle it. Should also be pointed out, Albert Anastasia was not a man who sat behind a desk saying, you go kill him, you go kill him. Yes, he did that, but oftentimes Albert Anastasia grabbed his own coat and ice pick in the ear and told guys, I'm coming along. I'm certainly not going to let you have all the fun. And they were very, very, very good at what they did. Over 1,000 dead bodies. And remember... Remember how long the arm of the mafia went and probably still goes today? Carlo Gambino, and we'll actually get to him in just a few minutes, that mega powerful mob boss. At one point in time, he controlled every single dock from New York to New Orleans. And then Carlos Marcello, the mob boss of New Orleans, controlled every single dock from New Orleans to San Francisco. Everything that comes in or out, they control, they get a piece of. These guys were national killers. They would hop on planes and fly to other parts of the country, kill someone, and come home. By the grace of God, though, you can't continue to kill people at that quantity because this look don't don't act like they didn't have newspapers back then and people had the same fascination with this stuff back then that you and I do today so these guys gunned down two guys out in front of an illegal liquor store 
The newspapers are the first ones there snapping pictures of the dead, bloody body and putting it on the front page. You think only today's journalists have questionable ethics? They would slap the goriest pictures imaginable. Go look at the old newspaper clippings. They would slap the goriest pictures imaginable on the front page of the paper and hand them out to, to six-year-old kids to go sell the papers on the, new, on, the, on the corner. That was how it was done. When you get that kind of publicity, that's going to bring law enforcement heat and some members of Murder, Inc. start getting arrested. Not only are they getting arrested, they're convicting these guys and they're executing them off to the electric chair. Well, there was another member of Murder, Inc., and his name was Abe Rellis. They called him Kid Twist which sounds like kind of a cool little name until you realize he got that nickname because he preferred to use a switchblade, which he would stick in you and then twist to make sure it did maximum damage. Not a kind human being. But he was a family man. Shockingly enough, so many of these violent gangsters are family men when they get off work. Wife, kids, so on and so forth. Abrellis didn't want to go to the electric chair. He wanted to be with the old lady. He wanted to be with the kids. And then, just like now, the cops said, well, let's make a deal. Who can you give us? Abrellis said, I'll get you the worst guy ever. I'll get you Albert Anastasia, the guy who runs Murder, Inc. Cops said, oh, yeah. Do that for us and you're free. Well, Albert Anastasia... Already by this point, I've glossed over several. I mean, the story I could make this story three hours long. The guy's so nuts. But already by this point in time, Albert Anastasia has been arrested many times, and every time the witness seems to disappear. The police department is not unaware of this phenomenon. They're very aware of the fact that now Abrellis has agreed to testify his life may be in a great deal of danger. And so they choose to take the proper precautions, basically foolproof, right? They take Abrellis, put him in a hotel. They then control every room on the floor of the hotel and have a half dozen police officers and Abrellis as the only people on the floor of this hotel. He's on the sixth floor of this hotel. Albert Anastasia, he puts out word. $100,000 to the man who makes sure Abe Rellis doesn't breathe anymore. Just to clue you in, this is back in, I believe it was 1941, $100,000 is $1.7 million in today's money. You want to hear what happened to Abe Rellis? I'll tell you in a second. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, 
your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Trump becoming king? Ninjas with marine weapons? These are the things you people want to talk about? You're sick. And so we're absolutely going to talk about them on today's show. <laughs> it's, it's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, 877-377-4373. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Abe Rellis was going to testify against Albert Anastasia. Cops know his life is in danger. They put round-the-clock police protection on him at a hotel where the cops have reserved the entire floor. Abrellis. Abrellis, it turns out, didn't have wings. You say they woke up and Abrellis was splattered on the ground below. He had tied sheets together. Someone had tied sheets together, but it was so lamely done. The sheets didn't even come close to getting all the way to the ground. How many hotel bed sheets do you have in one room? No one ever came forward and admitted anything, but everybody knows exactly what happened that night. An ambitious police officer who didn't want to be poor or officers decided to escort Abrellis out the window. He is forever known as the canary who could sing but could not fly. I believe somebody wrote that in the newspaper. Albert Anastasia is very good at his job. Now, he's coming up in what is then known as the Mangano crime family, run by a Mangano and Mangano's brother, Technically, Albert Anastasia is underneath these two guys. However, he's underneath these two guys and their crime family. Understand? But Albert Anastasia is still very close friends with Lucky Luciano, with Frank Costello. He's close friends with the big-time, big-time guys who are over everybody. And the big-time, big-time guys who are over everybody are constantly bypassing the Manganos, which you're not supposed to do, calling Albert directly and saying, Albert, I need a favor. Albert, come to a meeting. Albert, here's a business opportunity. And you start feeling like, I want to be treated like the boss I am. It's creating tons of tension there. And the Mangano brothers decide they've had just about enough 
of Albert Anastasia. The problem with that is you really cannot afford to let Albert Anastasia know you want to kill him. You see one Mangano brother was found killed. The other one, well, he was just never found at all. Now, Albert Anastasia had stepped out of line. You're not allowed to kill a boss that was part of the National Crime Syndicate's rules. They laid out rules. You have to have you have to have approval to kill anybody, but definitely a boss. Albert Anastasia goes before. He gets called before the commission. They want to know the truth. He doesn't admit to killing them, but tells them, hey, they were trying to kill me. I'm not saying I did anything, but they wanted to kill me. His powerful friends on the commission cover for him. That should have been a death sentence. But they cover for him, and they make him the boss. Well, just like in the movies, men are ambitious. Men backstab each other. They do this outside of the life of crime, too. It just is a bit more of a violent thing when it comes to the mafia underworld. Vito Genovese is another powerful mob boss. He hates Frank Costello, wants Frank Costello out of the way, and Frank Costello is known as the gentleman Don. Supposedly, uh, he really was a relatively nonviolent, gentle dude, but you only get to exist in that world as the nonviolent, gentle dude if you have somebody like Albert Anastasia who will do the things you don't want to do. So Vito Genovese... Can't just go after Costello without taking care of Albert Anastasia first. And Albert Anastasia's violent reputation is beginning to catch up to him because law enforcement wants this guy bad and the mafia does not like attention. They do not like attention. Two things brought about the end of Anastasia. Two things. You can argue it was a lifetime of things, but in reality, it was two things. One, gambling. Remember I talked about the Jewish gangsters? This was an era, this is pre-Castro. Cuba was humongous for organized crime. They had big casinos. Think about it like Las Vegas in the tropics. That's how big Cuba was back at this time. You go down, gambling, fancy fancy dinners, dancing girls, everything you would picture with Las Vegas. That's what Cuba was. And the Jewish mafia, and regular mafia, but mainly Jewish mafia, Meyer Lansky himself was making a fortune down there with his casinos. He wasn't an idiot, though. He was handing money down to the Italian gangsters as well, but Meyer Meyer Lansky handled things. Albert Anastasia... Can't stop being Albert Anastasia, though. Hang on. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. 
text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Albert Anastasia can't help himself. He doesn't like the amount of money he's being handed from Meyer Lansky. He thinks he should have his own thing down there. He asks. Everyone says no. He asks for more money from Meyer Lansky. Meyer Lansky says no. Albert tries anyway. Well, now you've just lost the protection of Meyer Lansky. So that was not good. You know what else wasn't good? What really sealed the deal for Albert Anastasia? There was a man by the name of Willie Sutton. Willie Sutton, you should have heard of him before. Almost nobody has heard of him before. Willie Sutton is the most famous accomplished bank robber in the history of bank robbery. He just genuinely enjoyed doing it. He did it for fun and never hurt anybody. I don't think he ever even discharged his weapon. An escape artist. You know what? I'm going to do a show on Willie Sutton. I'll tell you how this ties into Albert Anastasia, and then we're getting to all your Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Hang on. Jesse Kelly Show. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. You're having you fun with your family. In the meantime, you're having uh, all kind of other bullshit. No, no, I'm not drunk. As a matter of fact, well, can you put your mask on. Please? You can go yourself. How's that? Well, you I don't need a mask, mask on. You know why I don't need a mask? Because there ain't nothing like wrong with me. I like your Trump. Phone. You're right. Guess who Trump likes? He likes my dad. Yeah, yeah, he do- no, he doesn't like your oh, phone. He does. Thank you. Thank you. Still, still the greatest audio I've ever played on the show. Just a reminder, that was from, I think that was from last week with a bunch of New Jersey women when they busted Phil Murphy, their governor up there who's putting all the lockdowns on. They busted him having like a six or seven person dinner, sit down at a restaurant. (laughs) 
And that's just the most New Jersey thing ever. I love it. I I cannot promise you that I'm not going to play that again during this show as well. That's how much I love that. Gosh. All right, let's finish this Albert Anastasia thing. We have important Ask Dr. Jesse questions to get to today, like pushing over one-year-olds. I'm not making that up. It's part of the questions. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? What is wrong with you? A lot. Willie Sutton's a famous bank robber. Willie Sutton is also an escape artist. He gets out of prisons. He escapes from Sing Sing. He escapes from prisons. And he's currently at this time on the lamb. He has escaped from prison. He's on the run. He's number one. Everybody in the country is after this guy. He's that famous. He's a celebrity at this point. He's that famous. And there is just a shoe salesman. He's just an average, everyday shoe salesman by the name of Arnold Schuster. Arnold Schuster is out using public transportation. And this Willie Sutton was also a master of disguise. But Schuster looks over at him and thinks, that's Willie Sutton. He doesn't let this go. He immediately does what you would think an upstanding citizen would do. Full disclosure, I would not. But he goes up to the nearest police officer and says, Officer, that's Willie Sutton over there. Cop doesn't believe him. Cop says, no, it's not. And Schuster says, I'm telling you, that's Willie Sutton over there. Cop goes, talks to him. It is Willie Sutton. Dude is arrested. Arnold Schuster, though, he's now a celebrity. His name is in the newspapers. They now have, they've just invented television, so the mob guys have them because they're, of course, smuggling them in and they have the money to get them. And Albert Anastasia is watching the news and sees Arnold Schuster on there being celebrated as a hero for, in Albert Anastasia's mind, squealing. Albert Anastasia does the unthinkable and orders Arnold Schuster's murder. Arnold Schuster is not a fellow gangster. You can kill a lot of fellow gangsters. You can't kill civilians. The mob doesn't want you killing civilians because it brings law enforcement heat down. Why does it bring law enforcement heat down? Let's be honest. You and I are the same. You turn on the news and you find out three gangbangers shot each other last night. You think about it for maybe a half a second at most and move right along. You turn on the news and find out three normal people were shot. You probably think about that just a bit longer. The public decides how much heat the cops apply. The mob doesn't want heat. Arnold Schuster is walking home. Couple guys pull up next to Arnold Schuster, shoot him in the groin, and then once in each eye as a message. This is a bridge too far for the mafia. Carlo Gambino happens to be underneath Albert Anastasia. He wants to be the number one guy. Vino Genovese, another powerful boss. We talked about him earlier, wants to be the number one guy. And now after the gambling in Cuba thing and the Arnold Schuster shooting him in the eyes thing, They've about had their feel of Albert Anastasia. Albert Anastasia, who 
once a week would go get his hair cut and a fresh shave at a barber shop in New York City. Albert Anastasia's bodyguard drove him to that barber shop, but then went and parked the car and just took a stroll around instead of staying with Albert Anastasia. You can make your own judgments as to why. Anastasia sits there, face wrapped up for a shave, two masked gunmen, actually they had scarves over their face, storm into the barber shop and start shooting him. Anastasia, because he's still Albert, Anastasia does not cover, does not whimper, does not scream, leaps out of the barber's chair to attack the men who are shooting him, starts taking swings at them, except in the confusion and the blood and the pain, he accidentally charges the barbershop mirror instead of the guys shooting him. Runs into the mirror. They finish killing him. You can go see the picture. It's actually a very PG picture. You can go see the picture to this day of Albert Anastasia laying dead on the barbershop floor. It's over. There's something you and I have to be careful of in this life. I certainly know I do. I know you do too. You are who you are. You are how God made you. You are the decisions you make. There are a lot of things that go into who you are. But you have to be really, really careful that the things that make you, you, aren't the same things that undo you. Your greatest strength can very, very easily become your greatest weakness. Albert Anastasia, in a murderous world, used murder to rise to the tippy-tippy top And he couldn't stop himself from murdering, and it brought him down to the end. I don't don't think that you're a contract killer for the mob. At least I certainly hope you're not. If you are, I just want to tell you how much I'm a fan of yours, and I'll never say anything. So please don't come kill me. But you have things that you're good at. Don't let them be the thing that ruins you because you never know when to turn it off. Have you ever known somebody who didn't know when to turn it off? Let's have a conversation briefly before we get to your Ask Dr. Jesse questions about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is absurdly successful. Billionaire and president of the United States of America. Seems like he's got a real solid family, solid kids. So I'm not going to do this thing. I see so many of these snooty GOP pundit types doing, looking down their nose at him like he's some idiot barbarian that doesn't know what he's doing. Obviously a highly intelligent, capable human being. And I think he was an outstanding president. But it did hurt Trump repeatedly. Repeatedly. They could never turn it off. You and I, what are, the, what are the things we loved about Trump? I mean, there are several, but you and I, we love that Donald Trump will take it right to the news media. Call them idiots. Call them fake news. We love that he'll blast away at some, some rhino GOP or we don't like someone on the left. We love that. 
We love that he'll bring up uncomfortable things the media won't report. And every time he does that, he gets on social media and he does that. And we're cheering. I was too. Woohoo! Get him, Trump. Beat him up. But he could never turn it off. And it ended up hurting him. Let's learn from that and not make the same mistake. All right. It's Ask Dr. Jesse question time. Hang on. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years was solely dedicated working on the cover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink, the guys come in, I'm gonna go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her a hundred dollars. If you're with the mob, I say, hey Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.